Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the No Huddle Show with Mike and Sam. That was Guns N' Roses uh, bringing us in on a Monday night. Uh, a little old school, I like that. Yeah, I like, I like the old school intro. <laughs> Actually, that's uh, one of their new albums, though. You know, it might be an old school band, but uh, that's off their new album. Honestly, I don't listen to Guns N' Roses. Only the only their only their older stuff I do. Okay, that's fine. So I don't have a clue what they have coming up. Nah, no worries, man. No worries. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling uh, feeling pretty good on uh, on a Monday here. You know, we had pizza the other day, and it got me thinking. Are you a classic toppings kind of person, or do you like to mix it up a little bit, put some weird shit on there? I'm a plain cheese guy, bro. You know what? See, ah. here's, here's the thing. Here, don't you know what they wrong. say about plain cheese people? The child molesters. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, here's, here's the deal. To me, a plain cheese slice, don't get me wrong, uh, that's my first choice because that is the gold medal of all slices. That tells you how good the dough is, how good the cheese, cheese is with, by itself, and then you venture out, you try the sausage, the pepperoni, the onions, the peppers, everything else. So, oh, man. But cheese, cheese guys are like the same as dry guys, you know? Yeah. You, you, I don't know if the audience knows what a dry guy is, but, uh, you know, it's just uh, we're not going to go there. It's a PG-13 show, so we're not going to go into the, into the depths of it in case we have some children or a younger audience listening to us. But I'm a, I think if you go straight cheese and pepperoni as a basic slice, that, that's, that's good for me, man. But I do like to mix it up. I like pickles on my pizza. I've tried pickles on my yeah. pizza, too. I'm not opposed to trying different things but my choice if i'm going to a new place or i'm trying even an old favorite is whatever i will get it will always be like an add add on to a go-to thing which is to me the plain pipes all right all and right. you know what for someone that grew up in, in new jersey in there we life, go i grew up in new jersey and you know what Plain slice in Jersey is just fucking different, you know? Yeah. I don't know what else to say. All right. So that's the point. All right, man. So, kicking off our show today, we're going to talk uh, some college football biggest disappointments uh, this year. Um, it's real early in the season. We're only uh, four games into the season. But already, there's several major disappointments. Uh, one of them, man, has got to be North Carolina, led by Mac Brown. They have a who was well? I don't know if he's getting in the first round anymore, but he was a potential top five pick in Sam Howell, their returning quarterback. Um, he was getting a ton of early Heisman hype. North Carolina was a preseason top ten team. They are currently two and two and unranked, uh, and they've got losses to Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech uh, has been absolutely awful um, recently. Uh, Georgia Tech is currently sitting, though, at 2-2, two and two, the same record as North Carolina. North Carolina has to go down as one of the giant, giant disappointments of the college football season so far. Uh, another person uh, that's been insanely disappointing uh, so far, even though his team is 4-0, is Spencer Rattler, who was supposed to be uh, another Heisman hopeful. Uh, so far through four games, he's got 1,000 uh, passing yards. Um, eight his, complete, his completion percentage is good. His completion percentage is good, but his teams aren't putting up points. And if you extrapolate 1,000, you know, roughly 1,017 passing yards over four games, that averages out to be about 250 passing yards a game when he was averaging almost 380 last year. So, his, Did he lose anyone off the squad? I mean, you know, he's going to have a few people here and there, but Oklahoma returned a ton of talent, and they were supposed to be a team that was going to contend for a national title this year, and they, they haven't looked like it so far. They struggled to put away Nebraska. They only mustered 23 points against Nebraska, which was the lowest of the Lincoln-Riley era. Then 
uh, they go and play uh, West Virginia, only put up 16 against West Virginia, barely beating yeah, West Virginia. Yeah, if you get Virginia. into a shootout, these guys are going to have a tough time playing, you're saying? Somewhat, but they, it shouldn't. Okay. It shouldn't. The offense is not clicking yet. And through four games, it's a little worrisome. Uh, aside from Tulane, who is not a very good football team, and the Western Carolina, who's an FCS school, again, some, is that is that score show seventy six, seventy six to nothing for Oklahoma against what FCS school, Western Carolina. So, I gotta say, man, how many yards is, is it, did that thousand come from that single game? He only threw for two hundred forty three yards oh, in that geez. game. What was it? If you look at it, was rushing. What, yeah, it was probably uh, mostly rushing and uh, defense. If you look at the stats here, uh, not uh, for Western Carolina Catamounts. Come on, guys. Uh, Oklahoma, um, they really got, got away with a lot of rushing. They combined for 277 yards rushing, okay. 347 passing from their backups total. Um, it just – you know, they're playing Was it a defensive game? How do they rack up 76 points? Dude, that's the real question. Just a lot of, like, short plays just all Dude, the time. Dude, 76 points is how many touchdowns? Yeah, you're almost looking at, you know, 10, 10, but, but, but a little bit over 10 touchdowns. Yeah. But if they're getting the ball, if they're not going very far, you know what I mean? How many touchdowns did the the, the Rattler throw? Rattler uh, in this game had five touchdowns. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay. He threw five passing touchdowns. So he threw five passing touchdowns against Western Carolina. He's not a Division I football team. But then he has eight for the year. Exactly. So he has three touchdown passes against any other legit competition. Got it. it. Yes. So I see your point, him. The expectations have been high, but he's failed to live to those. He absolutely has. So those are a couple big-time disappointments, I would say. Um, You know, there's been other people that are, you know, looking real good. Uh, Well, who, in your opinion, would be, like, the top three in the running right now, four games into the season? uh, You got to go Matt Coral for Ole Miss. Okay. You have to go uh, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young. Okay. And then, honestly, after that, it's it's a little it's a little hairy, but I would still have. And he started off my year up high for Heisman, and I still got to go Desmond Ritter, uh, UC starting quarterback. They're three and zero. He's only thrown for seven hundred forty eight passing yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. But he also can run the ball. He's ran the ball for seventy two yards and two touchdowns. They've only played three games. They played one less game than Rattler, though. Okay. They played one less game than Oklahoma. Okay. They're on a bye this week. No running they, backs, no receivers. They play Notre Dame next week. So they, they so they beat Indiana at Indiana. They if they beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, Cincinnati is all of a sudden very much in the talking for a college football playoff berth. Okay. Cool. Uh but yeah, uh, North Carolina, Spencer Rattler, so far my biggest disappointments for a college football season. Um so how did Nebraska do this weekend? Do we have to talk about? Yeah, we actually do. Since it's Monday, since you uh, decided to call me the dry guy on the cheese slice, let's tell me. How, can you please tell me what Nebraska did this week? Nebraska lost in overtime to Michigan State. Was it a warranted loss, or was it like a oopsies, or was it a hey, we just fucking fell, fell flat on our face for like the last two minutes? No, it wasn't. A, so Nebraska wasn't favored. They were on the road against the top twenty team. Uh, Are they ranked by the way? Michigan State. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number twentieth. Okay. Um. We should have won that game. Um, the The turning point was Nebraska was leading by seven points with under five minutes to go. And our punter uh, was supposed to punt. Uh, their, their punter, Daniel Cerny, was supposed to punt to, I believe, the right side of the field. Okay. He messed up. He shanked the punt. Short side to the left side of the field. All of our defense moved to the right side. Oh, no. Michigan State housed the punt. And uh, it was a special teams move. It was a special teams move. Michigan State housed the punt, ties the game. And then we go to overtime after that because neither team could score again. Yeah, held Michigan State to 50 yards of total offense in the second half. 50 yards. The defense played lights out. Our offense 
had some ups and downs. What was Adrian Martinez's final stat line? If you don't mind me asking. That's a uh, honestly, that's a good. He's question. my favorite Husker. That's why I asked you. Uh, uh, let me pull it up here because right I haven't. Uh, I didn't memorize what his stat line was, but I believe he had a somewhat good game. He did get knocked out for a time because they thought he might have a broken jaw. Whoa! But um, he was able to come back and play. Uh, so Martinez was 24-34 for 244 yards passing, no touchdowns, one interception, and he ran the ball 21 times for 72 yards and two touchdowns. So he made it up on the on the ground. But the thing is, our quarterback shouldn't be running 21, 21 times. Our rushing attack has been dreadful. Our running backs are not getting the job done. The offensive line's not blocking good. The offensive line keeps having penalties. So, you know, I know, you know, I just saw a strange stat line if you go back there. Yes, go ahead. What's this? Levi Fowl, zero carries for 12 yards. I don't know. How did that happen? Could have been a pass, oh, okay. you know, that he didn't take. Why would he turn the ball? But why did he call the run? Rushing? Why was he? Oh, he's in the rush. That's why he's in the rushing. Yeah, game. yeah. Sorry. That just caught my eye. Yeah. So they lost. Yes, they lost. Thank you. Thank All you, right. Sam. So anyways, yeah, and Nebraska's been a big disappointment this year. So yeah. what's the record now? Uh, two and three. A couple close losses, but, you know, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So, uh, moving on now, um, what do you make on some of the players' stances on not wanting to get the vaccine? So, uh, look, I, I, I'm not the, the guy that wants to, like, to, to basically stir up controversy and say you have to go one way versus the other. But I'll say this much: if the it, if the trend is showing that it that it's good to be vaccinated, right? Yeah. Especially given your job as a sports player, traveling to different cities, right? Yeah. Playing away games, right? Having other players come to your city and play in your home games with all that exposure, it makes sense to have one layer of defense against something like COVID. So. That's the way I look at it from a, from a very strategic, you know, standpoint where these players are getting paid millions of dollars to play a, the game that they love, the games that they've played their entire lives from peewee down on, onwards, right? Yeah. It, it makes sense to try to make it as safe as possible. And you know what? If there's anyone that will tell you, it'll be Carl Anthony Towns. You know? Exactly. He's, he's the guy. And he, you know what? I want to talk about it for a minute. Because yeah. Shout out. Cat man, you know he 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 had an article um, earlier this you know in the morning. It was based on a, a quick interview with him. He went through some major stuff, you know, with his mom passing away, yeah. and then you know him catching COVID himself. And he he was had it rough. Oh, he lost. They said pounds. they said he, yeah, he was saying that you know they were look he was looking like D-Lo weight. You yeah, know? yeah. And he's already a little bit of, on the lengthier side, anyways. So he he had to go on a high calorie diet. It's, there's a mental push to. It. So that and that's a star, man. Carl Anthony Towns is a star in the NBA, in my opinion. You yeah, know? he's been an All Star. He's proved himself. He's played a couple of years now. He's been on shit teams, but that's a star. And I just ask him, you know, ask him what he feels about it, and he'll tell you that he, you know, it, it makes sense to have some, you know, protection. Protection, you know, from from something like this. That's serious. So, in your words, the vaccine is super necessary. Super fucking necessary. Thank you, Ore. <laughs> Here's my take can, on it. Can I, can I jump in it. and say one more thing? Okay. So Kyrie Irving said, I mean, there's a report out of Kyrie Irving's camp that today that he will consider sitting out all the home games because of the New York City mandate um, that's in play. And that is absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. Being, and Kyrie Irving is from New Jersey. I love the guy. I love the handles. But that is completely unprofessional, my I mean, friend. This is a dude that still thinks the earth is flat. So, I mean. I wouldn't even say that is, you know, you know, that's his downfall. But this, something like this, is just pure stupidity on your part, man. Here's it the really thing. It really is. I get Joe Schmo, retail worker, making 17 bucks an hour not wanting to get a vaccine if he doesn't feel comfortable. Right. You're an NBA player. You're making $15 million a year for the superstars and more. 
And even if you're not a superstar, you're making seven hundred fifty, eight hundred thousand a year. Okay. Right. You're also famous and rich, which means if you do get sick, you are going to have the best treatment possible. Not John that works double shifts at a factory that has that has the terrible insurance. Yeah, Yeah, that's the weight at the ER room. room. Yeah. You. Oh shoot! What is that? Okay, sorry guys. Uh, fun. They had some extra audio popping in. We there. should charge them for some airtime. We should. We should. I don't understand is how. That ESPN. Coming. Yeah, ESPN, which I have everything on mute, yet all of a sudden everything comes popping up. Anyways. Yeah. Go ahead. If you are a professional athlete, and I'm paying you money, and you are willing willingly sitting there, if I'm paying you eighteen million dollars. And you're saying, you know what, I'll miss 50% of the games. No, fuck you. You're out. I'm not paying you. I shouldn't have to pay you those 41 games then. I shouldn't have to pay you. The NBA, the players union or the NBA owners need to get together and say, look, if these vaccines are mandated and we are paying you money in your contract, then you not playing because you don't want to get the vaccine, then it's, that means that's a, that, that should be written in the contract that I don't have to pay you. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. And you know what? Game checks. They get paid on game checks. You yeah. can forfeit 41 game checks, dude. He should have to, but that's not what's going to happen. He's still going to get paid, of course. you know, which is BS. Yeah. I hate Kyrie Irving. And, and I'm not a Kyrie Irving and, 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 that, and if he's getting, I mean, I don't even, he's getting paid probably way more than $15 million. Yeah, it's, it's like 27 million. Whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. if it's creeping to 30, like, he's willing to kiss away $15 because he knows he's still getting another $15 million, And yeah. that's sad. Yeah. If, even if he says, all right, take my money. Take my 41 game checks. Let's say for saying think they do, right? It's an injustice to the team. What happens he's gonna be playoff a cancer. time? If he's going to yeah. be a cancer on the team. Yes. Because on the away games, everyone's going to be like, you're a dick for doing that. We lost last night or two nights ago to the Knicks by four points. If you had played, it would have been a completely different ballgame. So there was some rumors floating out there that Stephen A. Smith reported on, on first take. Oh, fucking Stephen A. That the Nets were interested in making a deal, Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons, straight up. But Durant, who's boys with Kyrie Irving, would never sign off on that trade. So they didn't want to do it. Let me tell you something. Ben Simmons is a better defender than Kyrie Irving. He's going to play 82 games. That's the bottom line. He's going to play 82 games. He's a better defender, and he can distribute the ball as needed to Harden and Durant. Ben Simmons is an all – say what you will about his offense, which is atrocious, but he's an all – on that team with Durant and Harden and Joe Harris and the other guys they got – they don't need they, they don't need defense. Ben Simmons to score twenty points a game. If he gives them thirteen points and ten assists, plus the defense that he brings to the table, that's all they block. Yeah. That's all they need. I, and he can set up the rest of the offense. I would do it if I was Brooklyn. I wouldn't on the pure uh fact alone of one thing. Like we saw that Harden, Durant, and Irving could not stay healthy for the life for the life of themselves. All three of them at the same time. It was, Grant was coming off a correct. Achilles tear. Given that, okay. given that, given given all. And that. Harden showed up looking like uh, Fat Cosby. Given all that, listen. Okay. Regardless of that, given all that, there were nights where no Durant, hobbled Harden, or no Harden, Kyrie drops forty-four and wins the game. All right, cool. Like situations like that when you, one of your other two stars are not there due to injury, due to whatever else, he can step up and do things like that. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter because, yeah, those games are going to happen. And even if they don't have Kyrie to come back them, even if they don't have Kyrie to come back them, the Nets will still win 50-plus games regardless. Second of all, Kyrie Irving, I'm sorry, what has he done when he's been the man? He couldn't take the Cavs to the playoffs. And when he was the man in Boston, they didn't do – they played better when he was out of the lineup. Kyrie Irving is trash because he's a distraction and you can't count on him. Right. No, I agree. All the extra diva stuff that comes along with Irving is so not worth it. So he, But he is a special player. You can't, you can't deny that. No, I deny it. All right. Fair enough. All day. That's deny fine. It. That's fine. Just deny it. Sure. <laughs> Great. Great job there, buddy. I'm just saying. Sure. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. 
He, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways. Uh-huh. Trash. Trash. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's all that's all Sam's doing because he has nothing else. Uh-huh. I don't care. So all right. getting to our NBA, the uh ESPN released their top five well they released their top one hundred. Top five I was a little shocked at, uh, to say the least. Um Durant is number one, I'm okay with I'm also okay with Giannis at number two. LeBron James at number three, I'm not sure, especially with him being, what, uh, was it going to be 36, 37 going into this season? Um, I'm also not – He was also banged up. I'm also not high on Steph Curry at number five. Well, uh, he kind of came back last year, didn't he? Yeah. You know, he had, he had, a, he had a couple injury-riddled, you know, years, uh, right? I mean, fine, whatever, fine, Steph Curry. But I, I – honestly, who would you throw in at five? Joker? Probably – either Jokic or Joel Embiid. But Embiid wasn't healthy all year either. I, I know. I mean, Lillard at number eight I think is pretty good, although I'd put Harden probably above. Why is Harden so low? I don't know. I'd probably put Harden above Lillard, to be honest with Me you. Me too. You know. And Davis ha- had a short year last year, you know. Yeah, because he came in out of shape. We'll see what he does this year. But uh, I wasn't, you know, overly impressed. But LeBron James at number three, man, I'm not feeling. I just don't think he's a top three player anymore in this league. Although, I, I, I don't know, man. I just he doesn't play enough minutes, games, and his back team success hasn't been. He won a championship with an asterisk. I'm sorry, but he got three months of an off season before the playoffs started. There's an asterisk there because his other two years in LA. They lost in the first round and Did they missed the playoffs. Yeah, but he was hurt the year they missed the playoffs. They, they, he was really hurt. Fine, was that ankle sprain that turned really bad, or that yeah. thigh injury, or whatever it was. Fine, yeah, he was hurt. He was also hurt last year too. He was. And but so, I'm saying, like a healthy LeBron is still. But he's not going to stay healthy. This is that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why he's going to start breaking down. He's got too much mileage. He's 18. That's he's got too much mileage. This is another. Major injury right. that happened down the right. stretch, and, it, and a now, lot of minutes for the guy's got a lot. Now, of once you start having multiple major injuries, you know, in a, in the span of a couple of years, that's now a trend. And I think he would have had suffered a major injury in 2020 had they not gotten three months of an off season to uh, to heal, basically. I so. I don't know, man. Uh, what do you think about the NBA rankings here? I, I think the rankings. Uh, Look, um, I'm not going to shit on LeBron because I'm very um, – I respect I respect that – the longevity that he put in, right? I respect a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of aspects of his game I respect. A lot of aspects of his game, I think he's purely just a part of this generation, you know. Make, being able to call another star and then convince them to join a team, that just never happened before. Uh, but – does LeBron belong in the top five? Yes, they do. He, I mean, I think he does. I think you know, in the top five, but yeah. not at number three. I, I would don't put him at three either, bro. I would Sorry. probably put him at number five, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't put him at three. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely like um, KD yeah. at one. I like Giannis at two. Um, who was – I think uh, number four. Okay, so I actually would bump – Yeah, five. probably to number yeah. three. Luca does – so much for them as good And I would uh, probably put Jokic at exactly. four and then LeBron and, at five. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Followed by Embiid. And, and, you know, maybe Curry at six and Embiid oh, at okay. seven. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then probably Harden at eight, yeah. Lillard at nine, and Anthony Davis at ten. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I t- totally agree with the lower order that yeah. I said. But LeBron belongs now in the top five, not in the top three anymore. Yeah. And you know what? He's kind of pissy because he's not the number one player. Like, well, come out and prove it. And honestly, like, you can't be, dude. You were the best player for, like, 10 years in a row, you know? 15 years. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, But, like, you're you're 37 years old. You can't be mad at not being the best, you know? There are better players out there, you know, so. There are. And uh, right now, he leaves the East just as he was starting to get competition. But now he can't hardly make it out of the West. Because the West is harder, bro. The West is harder. But he leaves the East right as, like, Milwaukee and Philadelphia, 
you know, they would have wiped him too. They would have wiped him. And Brooklyn yeah. would have wiped that oh, Cleveland, yeah, totally, anybody that totally. he had on Cleveland. Even if he brought a, a, a squad together on Cleveland, uh, the Nets would destroy them. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, I agree with those rankings, though, for, for uh, you know, with your lower order of rankings. And then I, we both believe that LeBron is in the top five, you know, not top three anymore. Do you want to call in and argue with us? The call-in number is 563-999-3761. We're going to put it up on the poll. Do you believe that LeBron should have been ranked higher than number three, ranked higher or lower than number three in the ESPN Top 100? Ah, so moving on, we had a couple pay-per-views last night. One we're going to talk about, one we're not. Um, But the pay-per-view was the big one for USC, uh, USC 266. this one, I was not. I wasn't. I bought the last couple. This one didn't have my intention, and I'll I'll tell you why. I you know I follow UFC. I'm not a diehard fan. I am more of a diehard fan for boxing. I know more of the boxing people, but I've not heard of Alexander Volkanovsky. Vulcan, yep, I've not heard of him. Okay. The, we just had this conversation like five minutes ago. Yeah. Right. The one fight that I, I would the say. The majority of the world doesn't know who he is. I would have liked to see the Nick Diaz fight against Robbie Lawler. But, you know, Nick Diaz uh, hasn't yeah. fought since. And he probably shouldn't have been there, no, to be shouldn't. honest with you. So, listen, yeah. he hasn't fought, I believe, since 2015, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Um, uh, he asked for He asked for a jump in no, the uh you're right 2015 yeah, anderson so, Silva. Yeah. yeah so that was a no contest because he tested positive positive for marijuana yeah and anderson tested positive for steroids oh, yeah. um so uh that fight he shouldn't have been there because after being it's out years man dude a it's a lifetime in the fighting yeah. in, in the game the yeah. fighting game you know six years and that's he wasn't even taking, like, underground fights. You know that. Yeah, he was just yeah. training at a gym, yeah. sparring with his buddies and his brother, you know, yeah. getting his brother ready for the fights that his brother went through. He shouldn't have been there. He asked for a jump in weight for no reason. Yeah. He couldn't make weight. He knew he couldn't make that weight. So, yeah, he probably shouldn't have been there. Um, some of his boxing looked looked okay. You know, um, he's got a long way to go. He can't ask for a prize fight. Yeah. If you can't get past Robbie Lawler at middleweight, I'm sorry, dude. You just you don't belong. Uh, you don't you don't deserve a shot anywhere. Oh, especially really. when you haven't fought in six years, man. Yeah, he's got to build up a whole type of campaign, and I don't think he's at that age to do it. I believe he's 37, 38, uh, something around. Let's see, Nick Diaz is 38 years old. 38 years old, yeah. He's been fighting for a long time, man. I I remember Nick Diaz fighting. Early in the UFC, and yeah. he looked amazing. And even early. in Strike Force. Oh, he won it. He won the champion. He won yeah. the belt. He, I believe he was middleweight, right? Uh, I'm not sure what he. Or maybe welterweight. Lightweight, welterweight. Yeah. Yeah, he won. He won the welterweight belt in Strike Force, and he ran like six or seven in a row. But you know, he hasn't had that much success in UFC. He fought in UFC one, two, three, four, five times. One of the no contest, three are losses with one win. So. He hasn't really been that successful in UFC. He had a lot more success in Strike Force. No, uh, no. Look, look at oh, early. Yeah. Uh, sorry, early, early years. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the. Well, he beat what, Robbie Lawler back in 2004. Wow, Robbie Lawler was playing fighting 17 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been watching Nick Diaz yeah. since about 2005, to be honest with you. Okay. And and the, both the Diaz brothers are are they're great on the ground. They, yeah. their, their their ground game is sick, and they've gotten a lot better with their striking. But sorry, man, like I don't think you belonged there last night. No, not uh, not well, not until you had more prep. I think, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I, uh, we got some show hate news coming up. Yeah, we do got a little show hate news coming up. That the by the way, like. He seems to be dominating the headlines, right? Well, he does, but here's the thing, the man. Shit, he does. He's just absolutely bananas. He pitched a gem last night, okay? He pitched an absolute gem last night and still uh, had nothing to show for it. He was, let's see here, Otani went seven innings, allowing five hits and just one earned one while striking out ten, okay? That's, that's great. While also going one for three. At the plate, okay. Here's the thing: they are asking him about his future, and I read that article. 
Otani says he just wants to win. Yeah. Okay. Otani, even even the Angels have they wasted Mike Trout. Yeah. For so long, yeah. Mike Trout the Mike Trout generational talent, generational talent, Mickey Mantle two point Okay. Mickey Mantle reincarnated. Again, you know you uh, you know a lot more about baseball than I do. I I do I watch baseball come uh, October. You know November. Yeah. Is when I, I watch. Is when I watch the baseball. You know, I'll keep it. You know, in mind, I I read a lot about baseball, but I, these guys, Mike Trout, you know, some of these guys that have been with their teams ten years now, maybe. Yeah. You know, um, is it worth it after going nowhere in ten years? No. If I was Mike, I would be honest with you. I would start looking to try to get my way out of Los Angeles before I am too old. How old is he now? Uh, Mike Trout is, well, he's out for the year. Uh, this year he got hurt, but I don't know exactly how old he is. I believe he's not yet 30, or if he is, he's right at the dot of 30. Okay, okay. Um, but he's wasted his entire time. They haven't been able to put anything around him. Uh, Mike Trout is 30. Uh, he turned 30 in August. So that means so he was 29. Baseball, baseball. When he was 19, pretty 20? much came into the majors very early. Yeah, he was a can't. He he was a September call up in 2011, and 2012 was his first year, and he was second in the MVP voting and Rookie of the Year. And as he drew drew uh, as he had 129 runs, 30 home runs, 83 RBIs, 49 stolen bases, and batted 326. He's a lifetime 305 hitter. He already has 310 home runs. He has been MVP three times and finished second two other so, times. This guy's definitely Hall of Fame. He's Hall of Fame for sure. How many hits does he have? Well, I mean, it's really early. He's, he's not even at 1,500 yet. But, you know, he's only he just turned 30 this year, which means he'll pretty much go all of next season being 30. 3,000. 3,000, no? What's that? If he, if he continues roughly at the same pace. For another 10, 10 years. Yeah. Which puts him at. 40, which is – in baseball, you can do that. Yeah, 39, 40, yeah, yeah. you can so, still play. He'd be hitting 3,000 then, no? Close to it, if he can stay healthy. See, yeah. this season's going to hurt him because he only appeared in 36 games. Last year was a shortened season to the COVID, only 53 games. So that's going but to hurt him. Maybe. maybe to able to tack it up at the end that's of the year. That's true. And now, mind you, you know, a lot of guys like Tony Gwynn so forth, and so, you know, they played till 39, 40 years old. Each row player at least he's like 44. Yeah. So, but the thing with baseball is you have to be so consistent over the years to hit these milestones. It's, it's guys that come in. They're like and, meticulous about it. And they that. play, week, you know, day in, day out, week in, week out. They don't get hurt. And they put up the same stats pretty much year in and year out. And that's, but, you know, Mike Trout's been wasted. Uh, I don't blame Shohei Otani at all uh, for wanting to get out. Uh, I would maybe stay one more year because I do have Joe Madden at, at the helm. Uh-huh. They still don't have a, a lot of great pitching. Uh, the lineup is fantastic, uh, you know, throughout throughout one through nine almost, but not having Trout definitely hurt this year. We'll see, man. But uh, So I read I, – I was I was reading in the article, like, the show had, had – you know, he doesn't uh, play cute with any, anything. He kind of just kind of put it out there saying yeah. that I just want to win, you know. Yeah. So, he, so if they can't correlate, you know, their seasons into success, and and eventually, bro, they have to win a World Series if they want to keep it. That's kind of what it seems like, no? That or at least make the playoffs and be relevant. You know, Otani this when year. I mean, let's, well, let's say, let's say, talk about like career-wise, right? So he's a little bit older coming into the into MLB, right? Yeah. Um, but he's got another twenty years in him. Who? Show it. No. Not sorry. Maybe how old is he? Uh, let's see. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to say 20 years, but uh, he's got to be 23, right? 22, 23. No, because he played in Japan. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, All right. So look, 10 years. They have another 10 years. He is currently 27. Okay, so they have another 10 years of yeah. good, of good time with him, right? Probably. Okay. So with those next 10 years, right? Um, they have to win at least one time in the next 10 years if they want to keep him. No, I don't think so, because I think his contract's up now. Oh, he's done? His contract is up right now. He's a free agent, I think, at the, either at the end of next season or going into next season. Where do you think he's going to go? 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know because L.A. gives him a great market. He's an international star. Um, I don't think he would do well in New York with the Yankees or the Mets. Um, I also – I don't think the Mets are in a position away either. I also don't think that uh, Otani can do what he's doing at the plate and pitching. Um, I think he's going to have to pick one. And to me, he's a better hitter than he is a pitcher. So I would want that power production that he brings to the plate. But I don't know. You know, I, I don't blame him for not wanting to waste away in, in L.A. But, you know – Maybe maybe stay in the American League, go to the White Sox, maybe go to the Astros. I mean, you know, possibly. If but you, you would want a sizable contract, right? You'd want a sizable contract, yeah. And he'd be worth it? I think so, but, you know, he can't go to any National League team, right, because he's a DH. He doesn't play a position other than pitcher. So if he goes to the National League, he's never hitting except for days even overseas. Even overseas, he played it. He never what, – what position he, he was a pitcher overseas. He was just a pitcher. Pitcher and hitter overseas. He pitched in, in Japan. So and it's, it's not like, like he can learn a new position. No, and you can't go to the National League where their pitchers only hit – you know, they don't have a DH. Right. And so you can't stick them out in the outfield or first base without any learning. And so he has to stay in the American League which limits your options. Uh, a lot of big markets are in the American League, but does he want to go to Boston and New York? I, I don't know. Um, maybe go somewhere else where he can win, like a Chicago White Sox. Chicago is a big market. Yeah. That might that might work over there for them. But, they're doing well, too, right, this year? Yeah, they're going to – they're gonna. they won the Central. They wrapped that up already. Uh, and they're going to enter the playoffs. Can we and, talk wild card race real quick? We can talk wild card race. Uh, it's – you know, I want to talk about your Reds. I don't want to talk about my Reds. Why? They're out of behind or they? Five and a half games in the game. The season's Jeez. over. It's over. They had a swoon. I don't care that they've won four in a row. You broke my heart, Cincinnati. You broke my heart with your swoon. And I can't help it that St. Louis has won 16 games in a row. 16 in a row. That's why they're in the middle of it, man. 16 games in a row. They haven't. My buddy had a daughter. They haven't lost since she was born, and he happens to be a giant St. Louis Cardinals fan. <laughs> All right, so uh, who are we looking at from the AL? So AL, it looks to be all, both wild cards are coming out of the AL East, okay. okay? The Mariners have a shot. They're two games out. Oakland has a shot. They're three games out. But it really looks to be between New York, Boston, and Toronto. Um, and I still think it'll hold, hold serve with New York and Boston going because I think they're just a little bit better. Toronto's really young, um, and sometimes you have to learn how to win. And in the National League, hey, eighty-seven wins is no bad, not bad. Huh? It's not bad. It's not over yet. You know, they might finish with ninety wins, but it might not be enough. Uh, it's going to be very close. I believe this is the, is the final week. Yeah, this is the final. Why do I, yeah, why do final I, week of the regular yeah. season, pretty much. Why do I feel like I've I've been watching the Reds just piss away there. Because you did. You did. You watched them piss away. Were they, they, were, they were up. They were a game and a half up in the wild, for the second wild card right. spot because they weren't catching the Dodgers. Right. The Dodgers, no one right? Uh, but then St. Louis got hot, 16 wins in a row, and Cincinnati went in a swoon where they were basically, uh, they went, you know, 4 and 13. And St. Louis caught them, and then they surpassed them because St. Louis had won. Wow. So now five and a half games to go with, I believe Cincinnati has, let's see, at 7, uh, 15, 157. Five and a half games out with five games to go. It's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Thank you, Cincinnati, for nothing. Uh, so St. Louis, once again, gets our number. St. Louis and the Dodgers will be battling out. And I think, I don't know. If you're the Dodgers and you've won 100 games and you're going to win 100 plus games, you got a loaded roster. Just how scary is it of a thought to come in against to face the team in a one game scenario, right? One game because that's the wild card. So yeah, if yeah, you go yeah. to the DS, yeah, it's yeah. only one game. Yeah. How scary of a thought is it to think that St. Louis come, could be riding an 18, 19, 20 game winning streak and could piss away a, in a loss against? No, but if you're the Dodgers, are you shaking? Because now you've won 100 games. You've been consistent all right. year. But, but you could lose it. You, you could lose it because St. Louis is red hot right now. 
Uh, I don't think it will happen because I still think the Dodgers have better pitching at the end of the day when it's all said and done. But that is a scary thought because you see it in March Madness all the time. Some team that all of a sudden though comes into the tournament. American Samoa. Yeah, you know they're 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 in a uh, they're, they've all of a sudden they they're sixty like say we saw it with Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Syracuse a couple of years ago made the Final Four as an 11th seed. They made the tournament though because they came in winning seven of their last eight games. That includes the ACC tournament in which I believe they lost in the championship game. Yeah. They they were nowhere to be found on the bubble, and then all of a sudden they get hot near the end, and then they turn the uh, 11th seed in a first four play-in game to a Final Four bird. And uh, you see it in March Madness. I cannot the wait for this year's March because it's going to be wild. Oh, it's going to be. I, I can't. I can't wait for daytime college basketball. basketball. Daytime college basketball. Oh, dude, I take that t- take those two days off from work all the time. That those are my time. It's also coincides with St. Patty's Day, but yeah. you know I don't celebrate that anymore because I'm almost forty and married with two kids. Want want want. We're running a little low on time, so let's move it. Oh, is that is that uh, this is uh, wrap it up? Thank you. Who would it lose it? Um, I got it. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Sam was eager to keep the train rolling. Correct. Uh, Correct. <laughs> keep it moving. Uh, what did you think about some of the NFL games, man? It was a bad. It was a rough weekend, by the way. Again. Uh, Rough weekend on... Oh, Dallas and uh, Eagles are tied at seven, yeah? The Dallas and Eagles are tied at seven. Does Zeke have a touchdown. Zeke does have a touchdown. Six carries, 33 yards, and one touchdown. Oh, shit, touchdown. Yeah. Tony Pollard is way better. He is way better. Way better. Anyways, uh, cool. So this, this, this week's NFL games were really, really strange. Lamar Jackson shat the bed for me in uh, one of my leagues. Yep. And somehow still ended up winning the game. So thanks to Justin whoop, Tucker's sixty-six yard field goal. So I watched a side by side of um, a Baltimore announcer's call on the final play. Yeah. And then a Detroit uh, announcer on the call, call the call on the okay. last play. And it was the funniest thing ever. It was like night and day. Oh my God, he hit it. To, Oh my God! I can't believe this. <laughs> he had a 66 yarder. Oh my. yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah, Justin Tucker is just that. I'm gonna say it, Justin Tucker, that motherfucker, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about him. 66 yards is like you become automatically like top three field goal. You know, you top three kickers ever. To play, oh, I think. I think he's close to it. He's been super accurate for Baltimore. And... He's done 60-plus 60, 60 yards on more than one, you know, occasion. Dude, he's, he's, he's the mule, man. He's got a leg. But let's hear some of the calls here from uh, our affiliates here. Off my Oops, shirt. We got a little right. ad here. Let, let so, on. We're gonna... Mr. Gronkowski, USA. Hey, it's Mr. Gronkowski. Yeah, Mr. Gronkowski. We don't need this ad. They didn't pay us to be on our show. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, USA, pay us. <laughs> Unmute. Kick on the way. It is up and it is 
off the crossbar and oh, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? <laughs> Justin Tucker from 66 hit the crossbar and it bounced through. And the Ravens are celebrating on the field. The longest field. There's live from the stadium, Ford Field. Wow. You know, though, it's a little sad that the Ravens needed a Hail Mary field goal to beat the lowly Detroit Lions in that defense. And I'm telling you, a defense that was missing a really good linebacker. Yeah. They did not have Jamie Collins. There was no reason why that Lamar Jackson's number should have been called, like, by the Lions of all places. Cowboys scored again? Cowboys scored again. What do we got? Looks like a defensive touchdown. Oh, really? Oh, wait. How? No. Dalton Schultz. Never mind. Dak Prescott threw okay. it. So. Dak. Dak. Dak attack. Dak attack. How's C.D. Lamb doing? C.D. Lamb has caught one ball for a negative. Oh, sorry. That's rushing. C.D. Lamb has one catch for 44 yards. Okay. Okay. So, another thing is, how concerned are you about the Chiefs after, oh, we got a caller from New Jersey coming in. Sorry, we didn't see you hanging out there. Let's get you on the line. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, good evening. Uh, How are we doing, man? Well, from a Jet standpoint, uh, not great. And <laughs> hey, tell and, me about it, bro. Yeah. I'm so I'm so upset with the Jets. I don't know what to tell you. Sam Darnold is three and zero. Teddy Bridgewater three and zero. I'm pissed off, man. Yeah, go figure that out, right? Darnold couldn't <laughs> he couldn't do anything for us with the Jets. Oh, now he's in Carolina. Oh, now he's in the season with light. Oh, sure. Of course. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, he doesn't have Adam Gase as his head coach anymore, oh, which was God. the big downfall. Okay, we'll have to give him a for that. Yeah. Because I mean, he was a bum. I, I, so here's the thing about the Jets. I, I still have hope for Zach Wilson, even though he hasn't looked great so far. But he's, he's also missing, I believe, a lot of talent. He doesn't really have a great running game to support him. Uh, he's really got no. only Corey Davis. And that's it. He doesn't really have a lot of weapons uh, to help him out. The last game, he was sacked five times. Yeah. He was hit nine times. The the O-line's not even blocking for him, you know. They're not giving him the chance. And they're saying, hey, listen, guy, this is the NFL. You got to get rid of the ball quicker. And he's saying that's really, you know, I guess that's the way it is, but, like, he has to change the way he plays now, you know? But I would have more pressure Obviously. for Zach Wilson if the other rookie quarterbacks were all playing superb. Oh, but they're not. But Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they're all they're all struggling. And so, I, you know, Justin Fields, I think, mustered downs against Cleveland and uh, barely 100 yards of total offense. Yes. So, you know, it's all the rookie quarterbacks seem to be struggling so far this year. Yes. But what do you think of your head coach, Robert Sala? Are you uh, – I mean, I know it's early. Uh, what do you, what, what's your impression of, of Sala so far? So far, it's just like becoming almost like another uh, rehash of gaze. I'm not pleased so far. I mean, yeah. 0-3, we yeah. should have been better by now. Yeah. I, at the, least I, I wanted to see some some change, at least a little bit of – Spark, you know, like I can't. Yeah, I'm tired of watching. Where is it? Out. Like I'm so tired of watching three and outs, you know. And the, the schedule's yeah. not getting any easier with the Titans and the Patriots. Oh no, we got a lot of, all up on that. We, we have a couple more outs coming up, bro. You might be able to sneak out a win against Atlanta because Atlanta's equally awful so far this year. So, and they have no, they have no. Uh, who no thought they were, offense. Who thought the Jets were going, the Giants were going to choke on a last-second field goal? They, they had that game in the bag <laughs> and they let it get away. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be the 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 typical uh, mo. Where, where are you calling out of uh, New Jersey, friend? I'm calling from uh, Morris County, about 15 minutes outside of Newark. Yeah, that's Dude, where so, Sam is from. So I, I grew up in Morris County my entire life, man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, where? I went to the hills. Yeah, I went to the hills. I lived in Morris Plains, off of Route 10. Oh, oh, you're only about 10 minutes. 
We're about 10 minutes away from me. Yep, yep, that's exact. I grew up my entire life in New Jersey, in Morris County. I went to the hills, you know. Um, yeah, man. That, that's just, Hills, uh, right? No, I went to Parsippany Hills High. So, you know, there's Parsippany yeah, well, High frankly, and Parsippany Hills. <laughs> yeah, so I went to the hills, and the other yeah. side of town went to the high. Right, yeah. Well, we're practically neighbors anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I could, I could feel your pain, man, all the way from out here in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. I have family on Ohio, so I'm familiar with the two. Cool, cool. Thanks for the input, man. Yeah. Any 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 last thoughts before we uh, move on to the next topic? We're going to... Who would have uh, thought a 66-yard field goal? I mean, you, you didn't see that coming. You're like, oh, wow. No. I mean, no, of course, but, you, you know, didn't see a live, but a replay, like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. It was crazy. The, oh, my God, was the Detroit man announced. <laughs> oh, my God, it went in. <laughs> yeah. It went in. Yeah. And it's uh, still the lovely so losers of the NFL. Take care. Thank you. Uh, so our picks last week, um, we did um, awful again. Both of us. Both of us. Uh, I, I know. Went. I know that Chargers pick. Oh, my <laughs> God, bro. What are the Chiefs doing, man? Dude, I, I don't know. Doing, but bro? let's see. We had the Raiders plus three and a half. Uh, they won by three, and so. That was that was a stinger. Yep. The Forty ers let one get away to the Packers. Yep. The Patriots were minus three. They did not show up against uh, New Orleans. Nope. Uh, so I went one in four last week because the Bears were awful. Uh, plus seven and a half. The hell was I thinking? <laughs> uh, if you, <laughs> one in four. You also went because uh, you picked the same plus three. So you were also a poultry one and four. Um, so yeah, that brings my season record to a horrific five and ten, and that takes you to two, four and eleven. 11. <laughs> Rough. If you're betting on us based on what we're picking, Don't I'm bet. sorry. Don't do it. Or, yeah. or, you know what? Whatever we pick, do the opposite. Yeah, guys. do the opposite now. Yep. Jesus. Where's that Seinfeld episode when you need it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Four and 11, five and 10. It's awful. It's an awful start to the season. I, if I we were betting with it. real money, do you know how much money we would have lost by now? A ton. Uh, just, it would have been a massacre. Ridiculous. Uh, the other thing we were – so, another thing that I got super wrong uh, last week – uh, was the performance of Justin Fields. And we touched on it yeah. briefly just now. Yeah. I was like, I was high on Justin Fields going into this season. Six for 20, man? Six for 20 for 68 yards. He was sacked nine times. Nine times. He probably has a prosthetic leg by now. Wait, so hold on. Who 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 got uh, who got the, the, the big for the sacks on the Cleveland side? Uh, you got it. I think yeah. Miles Garrett, I believe. Uh, four and a half sacks oh to Miles Garrett. Oh, my God. Four and a half. He had his number, man. Dude, he was living, he was living rent-free with Justin Fields in the backfield all day. <laughs> all day. Rent-free. Oh, my God. Uh, the other play, the other uh, thing I think I was pretty uh, loud wrong on uh, was how bad uh, the uh, Vikings were going to lose to uh, Minnesota. Yeah. I, I did not see this coming, especially with Dalvin Cook out. Yeah. But all Alexander Madison did was run for 112 yards yeah. in this place. Yeah. Kirk Cousins throws for 323 and three touchdowns. See, th- these are the games that I look at and I'm like, I was wrong maybe about you, Kirk. But then the next game he'll lose to like, I don't know. Yeah, and he'll go like 25 the Bears. of 38. To the Bears. And he'll yeah. go 25 of 38 with one touchdown and two picks. Give, and you'll be like, what happened? Yeah. Given given one thing, though, I will say, Seattle secondary is absolutely atrocious. Their whole defense is it's atrocious. It's so bad, bro. It's so, so bad. Like, that, that Legion of Boom or Doom or whatever the hell yeah. they were, they have regressed. To like legion of nothing. Oh yeah, they're, they're nobody. nobody. Yeah, they're a yeah. bunch of nobody. Um, but what I got right though was I yeah, thought yeah. that the Bengals would handle business against the Steelers, uh, but no one could prepare me for the performance of Ben Roethlisberger. Um, uh, plus this highlight. Um, let's see if I can find it here. 
Ben Roethlisberger was trying to uh, throw the ball against uh, um, uh, against against uh, the Bengals, and there it is. Lined up on the right side, but watch Roethlisberger when he goes when he goes to scramble. I don't think he sees it. I think he just steps up. He tries to and he just throws it right to him. Then there was another one where Roethlisberger literally fell down scrambling. He looks every bit 39 years old, Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger looks like uh, he should have retired two years ago. Dude, he looks awful. He's, he's, he's shot, man. Is, can you look at Ben stats from last year? Because he's still yeah. three for 4,000 last year. Yeah. Is, yes, really? he did. That's ridiculous. Well, they also started off. Uh, oh, yeah, like 11-0, 11 11 man. Yeah, so, it was uh, – <laughs> He's got weapons to throw to. Anybody that says he doesn't have weapons to throw to. So last year. Last year, 2020, he threw for 3,800 yards, 33 touchdown passes, and 10 interceptions. So that, in my mind, is not what he looks – he doesn't look like a, a, a fraction of that. But look at this. His average, yeah, his yards Since 2017 and 18, yeah. his average yards per attempt has gone way down. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's because of all these dumb passes, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he and he, he, he doesn't have the arm anymore. Nope, he doesn't. He has a noodle, bro. He's a noodle. He's got the, yeah, definitely got the noodle. Um, he's he's looking like Peyton Manning when he was throwing those ducks. Yeah, he does. And what about now, Josh Gordon signing with the Chiefs? Another chance. Josh Gordon had so has so much talent, and it's been wasted because he can't stay off the weed. See, the thing is, the NFL pulled it off their list. Yeah, the exempt list. List. They pulled it off last year. So he's getting hit for something else. It's not just the weed now. But look, in 2013. Yeah, he had 1,600 yards. And, and 14 games, man. Yeah. And then after that, he had to play. Hold on. And, and the, what makes that even more interesting is that he had like four different quarterbacks that year. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, if Josh Gordon can put it together, he's look, he 30, had a, he he's had 30 a years old. 700 yard season in 12 games. That's not bad. And with New England. That's not bad. Yeah. 700 yards. You know, that's still okay. You know, in 12 games, that's still okay. Dude, if he can – he's going to start on the practice squad first until he gets familiar with the offense. If he can get up promoted by, I'd say, week six or seven. You know what role he's going to take? The number two role, Sammy Watkins' role. Yeah. Nicole Hardman. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy. It's Sammy's role. Yeah. He's taking Sammy's role at that point. And I don't know, man, because I'll, I'll tell you what. And I don't know who's better at this point, Sammy or, or he is. The know? Chiefs are beginning to become – easier and easier to game plan for because you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, and that's really it. That's who they count on. Yeah. You eliminate one. And guess who got the touchdowns last, year, last week? Hardman got it. And Edward Dallaire, yeah. who had, I believe, a rushing touchdown and a receiving No, he had a receiving touchdown only. Receiving touchdown, but he ran for over 100 yards. yards. Yeah, so finally he showed. But also had a fumble, too. Also had a crucial fumble. Yeah, and Mahomes threw two interceptions. But the thing is, man, uh, you're going to start being seeing more of this because unless the Chiefs can find consistent guys to get the ball, aside from yeah. aside from those Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, yeah. and they need to have a run game, and Mahomes doesn't need to be throwing the ball 50, 60 times a game. Correct. So correct. I agree. Um, man, though, that's uh, it was a crazy week. Um, I, I like the Arizona game. I want. I was. I wanted to touch on it real quick because yeah. it was looking like for a minute Jacksonville had their number. But it was going to pull the upset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Kyler Murray did Kyler Murray things in the third quarter and the fourth quarter and just but ran it. Zero touchdown passes, which I thought was surprising. But yeah, he, he did it elsewhere. He ran for one and he made – he bought himself time yeah. by running around. And his receivers, they they paid – they got paid it in well, space, Christian Kirk and – not much for Rondell Moore and DeAndre Hopkins. Right. I mean, from a again, from a, a fantasy football perspective, AJ Green and Christian Kirk. I would have loved in, in my standard yeah. league. I would have loved twelve and ten points yeah. as a flex. Yeah. You know. So. Oh, what? Looks like we're running out of time. What a Monday night, man. Uh, well, hey, let's do a real quick recap on what the score is for the, uh, the Cowboys. Game. You're very interested in the Cowboys game, aren't you? Because, I am. Uh, do you need something big to happen? I do. Oh. <laughs> I, need, I need another Zeke touchdown. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Let's see. Box score. Oh, Pollard is uh, getting the majority of the runs, though, man. Look at that. Eight runs, 55 yards. Uh, it's like a split timeshare. 
I don't know. Looking rough. But uh, Harlem Heat's going to take us out. Have a good night, guys. Good night. (laughs) 